This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? What's up? I would check the news, but I was too busy putting spots together, so I didn't get a chance. It's okay. I. Um, it's okay. She said, "No, it's actually not." Um, today is the first day that weed's legal. Today is a day exactly. So I, I still don't understand. They talk about you can have up to two pounds, but that's the raw weed. Is that what they're talking about? Yeah, and like four plants, only two blooming at the same time. I mean, it's definitely you got to know. Yeah, there's a lot of like very specific rules, but. So they're saying that they think that people are going to grow their own? Yeah, I think people are. It's Some, but I mean, how, what's the percent? Of, I would I never grow weed. Who gives a rat's yeah, ass? Yeah, but you and I aren't exactly like green thumb. Well, that's true. Yeah, like I have a basil plant that somebody gave me as a present, and I'm waiting for that. I don't even know when it's like time for that to be done. I couldn't agree more. So, so basically, well, I've been on medical marijuana now for about four or five years, something like that. I, I, I think... I think it's about right. Some, I think four years, maybe. Yeah. But I, uh, I, there was a kind of a quick transition. There's a place called Natrium, which is down on Excelsior Boulevard. Yeah. And I went in there. I think his name is Charlie. Nice guy. Oh, now my computer won't work. What a great place to work. That's all I got to say. There yeah. you go. It's, okay, you guys talk amongst yourselves while I produce the show. Thanks. Does any, will anything change for you, Rudy? Like, is that going to be anything you're excited about? No. Not really a weed guy. I like taking gummy at at night before I go to bed, but to actually sit down and yep. smoke weed? No, that's that's or like I drink mean, it or no, eat that's, it. No, that's what children do. Children drink, smoke weed. It's, children smoke weed. It's just such a I don't know. Whenever I feel like I see people with like a four twenty shirt on and you're in your forties, I'm like, what are you doing? I know why. This is what children do. No, just have a whiskey, have some beer, call it a day. Don't get too over medicated, but. Yeah. I, listen, I get that it's got medicinal purposes. It's fantastic. You should have some every now and again. If it, if it helps you with the glaucoma or whatever, that's yeah. great. But if you have absolutely no problems in your life, you have nothing medical about it, and all you do is just go fishing and smoke weed all day, I'm like, you got to find something else to do, man. I'll say this. So, like, me and Justin were, like, playing with the idea of, hey, is this, like, our thing now because we don't drink? Mm-hmm. It's like, we'll bring this to parties. And then one day we both, like, I think, we just like sat down and like I don't think this is gonna be our thing. No, it's just not a party vibe for me. Like it's not a social thing for me. Mm-hmm. That's me. Like I feel like I'll never be somebody who's like good with marijuana. Like I I can play around with it here and there and like watch a movie with Justin with it maybe, but I don't think I want to go to a party high. <laughs> well, I mean. I don't. I'm really not wild about the idea that they're talking to young people about smoking weed. Don't encourage people to smoke. Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I really don't understand why they would do. Why they would talk about, hey, you can have two pounds and you can smoke weed starting Tuesday. Why? Yeah. It's just as bad for you. People try to claim it's not as bad for you as cigarettes. It's in some cases worse. I think anytime you have to imagine your lungs as just yeah pristine, and anytime you're putting like any sort of particulate or pieces into your lungs mm-hmm. you have to think of that as a problem so are, is this going to affect you guys in any way shape or form i suppose i imagine the the the, the pharmaceutical ones are going to switch over and become just retail i would guess because they're not going to be able to compete yeah and it's not like what mm-hmm. insurance doesn't cover any of it right like the medical so. side so then what's the difference yeah i think right. that'll probably be happening is you don't have to go to a doctor and get the prescription so it'll be available, what, in pill form, tablet form, all that stuff? Well, I mean, it already is at five, I think, five milligram levels, up to 10 milligrams, something like that. Yeah. I think. I don't know. But one thing was kind of nice, because I, I was not sleeping. I fell asleep right away last night, but then I woke at 2 o'clock in the morning, and I couldn't get back to sleep. So I went over and grabbed one of those five milligrams from Natrium, yeah. put me right back to sleep. I slept really well. So that's the kind of way I use it. Five milligrams is, you know, it's... Not that big a deal at all. See, like, I feel like I'm in a one milligram kind of world. Well, maybe. I'm yeah. not going to. But I do like those, like, the Crested River ones that um, Sean yeah. brought in. Yeah. And then the little mini sodas were fun to split with people. Like, Get it, I'm, mini soda? Yeah, mini soda. No, I, I, I don't. 
I mean, I, I did smoke weed when I was a kid, but I still smoked cigarettes when I was a kid from 11 to 21 years old. Don't smoke weed. It's not good for you to smoke weed. Do the tablets, do the capsules, do whatever. And then uh, you move forward from there, right? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Four things to look forward to in August, because today is August 1st, obviously. Uh, new month. Here are a few things to look forward to in August on TV. The third and final season of Physical hits Apple Plus tomorrow. Uh, what's, what is that? Do you know what that is? No. I don't know what Physical is. Uh, season two of Winning Time, The Rise of Lakers Dynasty, uh, hits HBO this Sunday. Season three of Only Murders in the Building. You guys love that, don't you? Yeah, it's good. It's really, really good. Yeah, that's what I understand. I, I saw the first season of it. I thought it was okay. Yeah. I didn't think it was great. Yeah, it got boring. Yeah, that's exactly right. It got boring. Um, and I like everybody in it. That's the problem. Is I, everybody in it, I think, is terrific. But it just it did get kind of boring, and I don't know why that would happen. But uh, now this is the third season, correct? Uh, yes, this will be the third season, yeah. So it, was the second season any better? Uh, never even got to the second season. No, the first either. one was so boring, I decided to not pick it up anymore. So we agree on that. That's true. And I never watched the second season, so I guess it must say something. But I, w- I want to. Good people. I mean, Jesus, you couldn't ask for better people on the show. I just, I don't understand the reference to only murders in the building, first of all. I don't get that. What does that mean? It's kind of like a, um, like, how do, I would describe it as like a murder mystery kind with a big yeah. dose of comedy. Right. But not a big dose of comedy. Well. A big dose of attempted comedy. There you go. That's the ticket. Uh, the final season of Billions lands on the 13th. So all those shows together, like Succession and Billions and what was the big one again? The one that everybody loved? Not a one-word title. In the building. No, the, no, no, I'm talking about Billions now. Um, oh, it's, it's a one-word title. It's succession, it's Billions, and it's... Succession was huge. That's yeah, that was the big. one. Yeah, that was big, absolutely. And then they were talking about um, Suits coming back. That's what we were talking about yesterday. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's been around for so long. I've never seen it. I'm so scared that what if I do like it and have to watch like a hundred seasons or something? Mm, yeah, I have no interest in her or anything she does. <clears throat> her own father hates her. What does that tell you? Oh, God. Although. Although. <laughs> I know some other fathers. Right? Hate her. <laughs> so. Ah, get over it. Toughen up, for Christ's sake. Um, it says the final season of Billions lands on the 13th. The latest Star Wars spinoff, Star Wars Ahsoka. Is that how you say that? No idea. A-H-S-O-K-A. I think it's Ahsoka. Oh, this is with Rosario Dawson. Oh, Okay. And what, what's the take on it? She plays, I don't know, she plays like one of the last Jedi. I'm not sure. I don't know. There's some sort of spinoff. We're getting so much of this stuff now. I think Star Wars is going to yeah. go down the route of what Marvel is. Good. Where we got so much of it, people are just going to be, ugh, it's too saturated. I mean, we had the first three Star Wars movies and then nothing for 20 years. Right. And that felt like a good run. It made you want it more, you know? Is this like a Disney spinoff? A Disney okay. Plus. Yeah, Disney that's where we'll be able to so find this it. This yeah. is like the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, yep. That yep. kind of stuff. Yeah, she made it her first appearance, I believe, in season two of The Mandalorian. And then it was such a big character, they decided to give her a spinoff. And did you watch The Mandalorian? I love it. Yeah, three seasons, and it's so good. And it's done? Nope, uh, they got, I think, one more season after this. And you'll watch that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what's that all about? Uh, Mandalorian is, remember, it, I know you don't know much about Star Wars, but remember Boba Fett? Um, he was the guy that got thrown into the pit at Jabba's Palace. I feel like I'm just speaking Greek right now, no, too. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but, but. It, it, he's a, like a bounty hunter, and then he hangs out with, everybody knows him as Baby Groot. Baby Yoda. Not, oh, and so, sorry, Baby Yoda, yeah. Baby Yoda, baby, baby Yoda. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> really? That's a song. It's oh, like God. a really... Ba- what is it? <laughs> baby Yoda, baby, baby Yoda. Okay. It was like a huge song in like 2020 or 2021. All right. So it just happens to rhyme with my Sharona, my baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. It's my Sharona you were just singing. Well, that's my Sharona. This <laughs> one's baby Yoda. Oh, yeah. it goes up instead of down. Baby okay. Yoda. Right, there you go. Um, I, I thought the first Star Wars was good. The second one was okay. The third one was, ugh. 
I, I'm not big on that whole, let's go to outer space and do this. It's okay. Oh, it, I loved Star Wars. I know, everybody did. Yeah, yeah I dig that. <laughs> I can't do elves and orkins and yeah. axes and take the take the ring to the Shire, young hobbit. Oh, it's I so can. dumb. I can't. No thanks. And like Game of Thrones, I read those books like it was my job. I loved it. <laughs> Love dragons. Rawr. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That does, by the way, Star Wars Ahsoka, I think is how you say it, premieres on Disney Plus August 23rd. Nice. In the movie theaters, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, what a shock. Another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Was about 85 of them now? Yeah. Who do we pick for the turtles now? Are they all four famous people? Now, they, now what's Meg 2, the trench? What, what, does anybody know what Meg 2 is? Like Ooh. the Meg? Like the shark one? Yeah, that's where oh, this comes from. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That was a scary movie. Strays with Will Ferrell and Jamie Foxx. There's two reasons not to, to go see it. Well, Jay, you don't like Jamie Foxx? He's okay. <sighs> Is he the one that's sick now? Yeah. Well, he just put out a video yeah, recently, but boy, did he, does he does not look like the old Jamie Foxx. Really? That's so it was bad. so weird. <laughs> Nobody knows what like the big thing he got, the big sickness he oh, really? got. But then all of a sudden they had him out, like the publicist had him out in public doing things. To make it look like everything's okay, all of a sudden Jamie Lee, or Jamie Fox is playing pickleball in public and all oh. these things. Where it was like just like they were fighting back that like I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. But nobody knows what he had or what like devastating thing he all right. of a sudden came down with. Yeah, the only problem I have with Jamie Fox, I don't know if he's funny or not, but he went through a period. I don't think he does it anymore. But he went through a period like that other idiot that's in all the commercials that has to yell everything. Who's that guy now? He's doing commercials for, I don't know, but every commercial, he talks like this the entire commercial. It's like, Jesus, will you settle down? I have never liked people who talk loud and yell. The Menards yeah. guy. At Menards. At Menards. There you go. <laughs> Save big money at Menards. Yeah, yeah, just you... laugh it up there because you're first grade, everybody in my first, in my daughter's first grade class wanted to meet me because they thought my name was Tom Menard. Oh, that was I thought I was nice. the Menards guy. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much. You really disappointed them. I certainly did. They were, oh, they, they were disappointed too. It was very obvious. Like, that's not the guy on TV. At Thank Menards. At Menards. Okay, so Will Ferrell and Jamie Foxx are going to be in uh, Strays as disgruntled dogs. Like I said, did I tell you the early pass quick enough? Uh, so does the new DC Comics movie Blue Beetle and Gran Turismo, which opens on the 5th. So a lot of, lot of animation as well. Uh, new NFL preseason starts. Oh, God, my God, it starts two, to, two days from now? What? Is that right? Yeah, it's usually like uh, the, Hannah. what do they call that thing, the Liberty game or oh, the yeah. Freedom game or Something some like garbage that. like that? <clears throat> You're right. Uh, it already it means cold weather's coming. Stop. <laughs> Not okay. Uh, the NFL preseason uh, gets started this Thursday with the Jets and the Browns on NBC. Then everybody else gets started next week. And if you're a tennis fan, the U.S. Open starts on August 28th. And finally, the holidays. This Thursday's National Grabs... Did you write this? No, but I'm scared. What? Grab some what? Grab some Nuts Day. Really? Isn't Justin, that clever? get ready. I'm com Mommy's coming home at 1030. We're coming for you. Uh, Friday's International Beer Day. The 11th is Hip Hop Day. Oh, boy. Let me... Stay at home that day. I hate hip hop music so much because it replaced R and B. That's just life. Times. Just things replace things. Flowers die. Other things grow in its place. What are you talking about? But like hip hop, it's not like it was. It was ready to go. I mean, hip hop was ready to rock. And there's not. There's some good hip hop. You like some? I do. Why not? I bet I could find some you like. Oh, I did like. And the chicken tastes like wood. That was rap, though. That was not hip-hop, was it? Was I don't different. know. They kind of blend together. Yeah, they do. I, it's just not... The only reason I, I don't listen to it a lot is because I love R&B music, and it's disappeared. Yeah. You know, that's the part. I don't care about if people want to listen to hip-hop. Good for you. But I just wish it didn't have to wipe out R&B. Are you a jazz fan? Are you a jazz head Are man? Are you a jazz? Does Tommy like jazz? Some jazz. What's his name? Gary, uh, the, the xylophonist. What the hell was his name? Gary. Oh, I just popped into my head. I loved him. Anyway, he was really, really good. And he did jazz on a xylophone? Oh, he was phenomenal. <clears throat> I don't think it's called a Gary xylophone. Gary Burton. Gary Burton. That's exactly who it is. Wonderful. I haven't, God, I haven't heard him now in about 8,000 years. Really talented, though. Uh, if you're a tennis fan, the U.S. Open did start. We talked about that. Uh, 12th is Vinyl Record Day, which is very cool. The 13th is Left-Handers Day. 
I don't think it, is anybody. Alex does things with both. She's some right-handed, some left-handed. Justin's a lefty. <clears throat> is he? Yeah. I make fun of him all the time. Uh, the 16th is National Rum Day, and August 20th is National, oh, National Radio Day. Oh, I can't wait. It'll be fascinating. <clears throat> so I assume we'll just all buy each other gifts. Yeah, no question about it. You guys, um, I don't know if you knew about this, because I had no idea it even existed. But I'm just dialing around last night, just for looking for something to watch. And there's a show on from 2009, and I never heard of it. It was called Mall Cops, Mall of America. You ever even heard of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you did? Yeah, it lasted for like three episodes. <laughs> oh, is that all? Well, the first episode <clears throat> is the you know security at Mall of America yes. trying to... Yep. Uh, Return a woman's lost purse. So, riveting. I'm very, very exciting stuff. But I was walking into the Mall of America. I don't know if you guys have been there recently, and I don't want to talk shit about the mall, but man, it is. There are, I took some video, and I, there was a kid who was like, not Odin, but he was tweaking hard, and he was in one of the stairwells oh, at yeah, the mall. You told, yeah. And I sent video to my daughter, and I said, please don't ever do drugs. Just please. The kid was scratching himself and oh. screaming at security. Sure. And that's what the mall has really become. Like, parts of it, I, I, and I love the mall. Yeah. Like growing up there and working at it for years, I've loved the mall. And it, there's still, gr- going there in the, the holiday season when all the lights are out, it's beautiful. But there's parts of that mall right now, but man, they got to start cleaning out some of these areas because it's getting hard. I was just there for Nordstrom anniversary sale about three weeks, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And it wasn't bad, but I was there at like 10 a.m., or like 11 a.m. or yeah. whatever, um, and it wasn't it, it. It felt mall-esque, which I liked. I miss I miss when it feels like there's something going on, but yeah. a lot of times it doesn't feel that way. Well, the biggest issue they have is every store that's there right now. There's five rag stocks. I know. It's like you can just get, everything is that's there. You can just get at Southdale or Ridgedale or any other mall on the planet. Back in the day, like there were specific stores. That were, that's why Lego is still like such a mainstay yeah. at the Mall of America. That's true. So, I mean, it's all the same problem, whether it's in the downtown streets of Minneapolis and St. Paul or it's at the Mall of America. We have to enforce the law, and our politicians won't let us enforce the law anymore. So that's what's going on here, all this crime and murder and you know, Mall of America being jammed full of pains in the ass. That's because they can't be bothered. Just leave them alone. I don't understand why you allow such behavior, but it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, did you see when Cardi B chucked that microphone? Well, a woman threw something at her first. Yeah, right? which I thought you'd love. This woman threw her drink at Cardi B, and she just chucked her microphone. Good. And I, I thought you'd love that. I was like, we haven't talked about that. No, I, when did it happen? A couple of days ago? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just don't, I don't understand this thing now where you think it's okay to throw things at defenseless people. Yeah, somebody performing. I don't get it. You throw a drink at them, and so, she just chucked her microphone at this lady. It was pretty insane. So where did that come from, the idea to do that? I don't know. They want to feel like they're a part of something. They want to feel emboldened. Do we feel so disconnected from the world that, like, we want to make a memory? I'm not sure. By hurting people. I don't, I... I'm just po- like postulating. I have no oh, idea. Oh, she's postulating. Uh, the idea of uh, chucking my drink at somebody yeah. who's performing to me, I can't even... Fa- I don't even want them to make eye contact with me. Like, it's too right. much. I go, ah! So it's like the idea of the, me doing something that would affect their show sounds terrible. Because they're throwing, like, cell phones, drinks. They're throwing all kinds of things at Yeah, I think there was only one cell phone. Somebody did that. And then there... Somebody like reached out to slap somebody and then now this drink. And maybe it happens all the time. We're just catching it. What do you mean? They went up on stage and slapped them? Yeah, they like tried to slap. I can't remember which artist. They either tried to slap them or reach out. They're not sure. So Cardi B fought back. Yeah. Okay. It was pretty fly. I was trying to find the video. It's like insane. Yeah. I saw the video this morning. Really? Mm -hmm. It was like. So impressive. It's like she practices that yeah, in her spare time. It's like throwing axes, but a microphone. This is going to continue until people are allowed to kick other people's asses again. It's never going to stop. If there is no law, there's no order, it's only going to get worse, not better. Yeah. I, I, are, are our politicians that stupid? I mean, seriously, it's insane what they allow people to do now. 
Yeah. Walk into stores and grab arms full of... One shop I see, I can't remember what city it was in, lost $700,000 of inventory last year. Dang. Now, can you claim insurance on that? Because... I, it's still stolen, whether you, you if you can't stop them or not. I think it depends what your insurance you have. I think that always like are you protected against this? Are you protected against that? I'm sure. I'm sure there's some. I'm sure most places have insurance against theft because but, you can't stop them. Why can't you stop them? Physically? Yeah. If you're a worker there. Yeah. Why would you do that? To get stabbed? Well, a guy would do that because I'd like to keep my job because if we don't have any inventory, I'm going to get fired. Yeah, yeah. I just don't, in this world, I mean, I've, I don't know the last time you worked a retail store. I've worked a retail store within the last 10 years, and I wouldn't stop somebody who did that. Yeah, but M&Ms are different than 17 blouses. This is true. Okay, don't try Where to pull you... that one over. No, no, no I, worked at a, I worked at a shoe store. Oh, did you? Yeah. No, people don't steal shoes, do they? People steal, but they'd have all these things there. Like, um, they had a bunch of smart wool socks. People would steal oh, smart wool yeah. socks oh, all yeah. the time. And this guy was stealing a smart wool jacket, and the only you know thing you can do is, hey, put that down. But I'm not going to get in the way. I'm not going to, like... But don't they have sec- are they going to have to get look? If you're losing seven hundred thousand dollars a year in inventory, you better hire some security to make sure it doesn't happen again. Listen, you, you and I talked about this. The thing you got to do, I guess, which sucks, is you got to do like, hey, you have by appointment only. Like, yeah, you, probably. You want to shop, and then I don't know how many people are going to make appointments to go try on clothes. Because you and I have to pay the price for, for some dumbass thief. Oh, always. It's just unbelievable how we got here. I'll never. Well, weak, weak leadership. That's how we got here. Weak. Leadership. That's true. We got to take a break here. My God, we're moving. Things are moving quickly. Uh, My Pillow's 20 year anniversary with over 80 million My Pillows sold. Mike Lindell and the My Pillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their My Pillows. Queen size My Pillows regular price is uh, $69.98, now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king size. My Pillows patented fill, adjust your exact level, individual needs. You know what I'm talking about. To help you get the best sleep ever, go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM, T-O-M. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillows history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. 
Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. 726 now, 26 minutes after 7 o'clock. It is mostly cloudy and 65 degrees right now, but it'll be a little warmer later on today. I'll do some weather in a bit. Paul Rubens, best known for playing Pee Wee Herman, has died at the age of only 70. Rubens' rep confirmed his death in a statement to people on Monday, revealing that the actor had cancer for six years before he died. Last night, we said farewell to Paul Rubens, an iconic American actor, comedian, writer, and producer whose beloved character, Pee Wee Herman, delighted generations of children and adults with his positivity, whimsy, and belief in the importance of kindness. Well, let's bring him back. How's the kindness working in the world right now? That'd be nice. Huh? I, uh, I got a chance to interview him on the phone one time. I never did met you? him. Yeah, I did, actually. But How he was, was in character it? the whole time. Was he? Yes. That's kind of cute. So it was very, very cute. I never got to meet him in person, but... Uh, other than beating off in a theater, he did pretty well. Yeah, but you know what? This is pre-internet. He was at a adult, like, entertainment theater. What are you supposed to do there? You're not going to whip out your schwanz in public. I mean, I feel like it's weird oh, to go to it and not. <laughs> yeah, that's why those theaters existed. Yeah. I've never heard of another one doing it, uh, have you? I, I've never heard of another guy whipping it up. Uh, an actor, I mean, I'm sure some people do. I'm sure yeah. that's what you're supposed to do there. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. you're not. <laughs> what are you going to watch just while well, stare at the boner? I don't know. I would say this. I know that you and I, have, I don't know if Rudy's ever been to, I've never been in a porno theater, so I don't know. I've and never you. been in a porno theater, but when you start Have you thinking, ever been in one? I, by the time I was old enough, the internet existed. Now that's true. Right, exactly. Yeah, like, I just think so we don't out even of, know what happens in there. I assume, I'm out of context, it sounds insane right now in 2023 that somebody would go to a theater, watch a porno, yeah, yeah, and masturbate. But, like, back then, there was no internet, you know? I mean, you want to watch a dirty movie that people have congregated and they sat systematically away from each other yeah and people masturbated in the theater i don't think that's true you mean on a high level like, and I, no it wasn't like a packed theater no. you weren't sitting shoulder to shoulder no, they never but are, everybody right? yeah it's like I've, that's what i'm saying the systematic seating of yeah but, out of peripheral there's a movie called porky's I mean, and they have right, a, they have a right. stag movie that in the movie that they have to reel in like a reel to reel, like the, an actual like you know like a movie projector to be able to watch it, because none of that stuff existed. There was no DVDs, VHS. Yeah. You know, now it's just completely streamlined right to your phone. Right. But none of that stuff existed back then. In fact, uh, I think I told this story a couple months ago that there was a comic. I was walking through a sex shop here in Minneapolis with my ex-girlfriend and they have the little peep rooms Yeah. where you know the little curtain comes down and the girl's behind there and then you do what you do and then you leave. And as we were walking through, a comic I knew in Minneapolis who's well-known walked out of one of those booths right. and we made eye contact and I was like, well, this is weird. And he's like, could you please not tell anybody? I'm like, no, it's fine, man. It's all good. We'll keep it secret. But it's uh, yeah, it was. It's weird, but those existed because that's some people. That is their thing. To, to, you mean whacking it in public is their thing? 
Well, I mean, you're, it'd be different if he's like sitting on a street corner, you know, yeah. but it's in a dark theater. That's what you're there for. I feel you like know. that got blown out of context. Yeah. And they made it seem like he was this big time sex offender. Oh, I understand what you're saying, but I could never do that. I would just be way too nervous to like whip it out in a theater. I, like, I don't think I could do it, but also like, I feel like. That's what that's for. Like, yeah. you go into really? there and you know that that is what that is for. Yeah. Well, I, don't I don't know. I've never been in a porno theater, so I don't know what goes on. There used to be the Aster Art on Hennepin Avenue, you know. What was it called? It's called the Aster Art. Yeah, we looked this up on the show a couple of oh, years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was one on Franklin Avenue. I, I think it was just this. the Franklin Theater. That became a porn theater, didn't it? I think. Aster Art. There are a lot of them in the territory, from what I can remember. But I just... See... I, I'm one of those kind of guys, the touchy part of it is much better than doing it yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you, I do, are you admitting to yourself that you can't pick anybody up and go home and have a romp? I mean, do you have to admit to yourself you're a complete failure? I mean, starting relationships are hard. And if you just need to get <laughs> well, off, yeah. that's a whole different mm-hmm. thing. I suppose. That's a whole <laughs> different ballgame. Keep the kids out of it, and I guess I'm. A, I go ahead and whack it off. I don't. Well, they don't do it anymore because, like you said, it's on your phone now. So who cares? Yeah. But I just, I there's, I guess maybe it's just I know it's something I couldn't do. I feel you. That would be insane. Yeah, it just is not my kind of deal, and it's not doesn't mean I'm better than anybody. Else. It's just, is that being a Catholic kid? Do you think? I don't know. I think that's the you just. The idea of you never being able to relax while your penis out, I don't right. think is like. An anomaly. I think that probably a lot of people probably. can relate to that. But I don't. I, de- I definitely feel bad that that is a part of his legacy because I go, well, that's. I'm sure a bunch of people did that. You just happen to be famous and somebody knew who you were and you did that. I was trying to think of who the comedian was years ago. God, I I can I cannot remember who it was though. Came in to do the show. He said, Tom, there's this new thing on your phone. You got to get it. It's the best. I've had it for about a week now. It's unbelievable. It's called Red Tube. I'm like, what? Red Tube? That's apparently, it, they mean Red Tube when they're talking about probably, it. Probably Robert Schimmel. It's, you think it was, maybe? Maybe, because he was all about that. Oh, was he really? Everywhere he went, he would show people. He's like, check out the one I found the other day. And then just be like oh, some God. weirdo sort of lady oh, dressed up like a dog. And, red yeah. Tube is porn. I did yeah, not porn, know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just. Well, get you, it Red Tube. Did you just Google that? Yeah, I just yeah. Googled it. Now my my computer is absolutely like, yes, here's 4,000 mm-hmm. videos to watch. But you don't get the red tube part no, of it? No, is it supposed to be a penis? Yeah, a red penis. All right. Because you have been working it, apparently. Oh. I guess. See, I, I, I didn't know that. I just thought it was a play on YouTube. Well, I think it, it is also. Oh, like red. Yeah, like yeah. red tube, YouTube, like, like red light X-X district. Tube. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, once again, uh, good for you. You're sitting at home. But good, and I'm happy for you. Right. I had a producer in my life that would show me dirty clips. Super fun. Oh, you worked right down the hallway from a producer that got caught jerking it in one of the studios one night. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wasn't I wasn't working at that night because that guy would come in. He would take over for me doing the overnights, and then yeah. I was working nights at the time. And I went, <laughs> I came home, and then uh, about. Uh, I don't know. Uh, an hour or two later, somebody had dropped me a line. They were like, hey, by the way, so I showed up, uh, you know, to get some stuff done. And, and so-and-so, who's in the studio, did not know that I was standing behind oh, them God. in the window. Oh. And uh, saw that they were watching porn with his uh, pants around his ankles. And he's like, I was supposed to go into the studio to get some stuff. And this is like 2 in the morning. And oh. he just said, I just decided. So when you get to the stu- studio tomorrow, can you take care of such and such thing I was going to do? And I'm like, ah. I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it after I sanitize yeah. leave, everything. Yeah, leave some sandy wipes hanging around. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the. I literally don't have the balls to do something like that. I just. I'd be way too nervous. Yeah, for me, it's our shifts are not like forty-five days. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's one shift, but I know that there was a guy who worked at our station. Who definitely would I mean use that time? He had like a wife and kids that would talk to women and like do all sorts of stuff in studio. Where was that? At a KQ. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. See, I, I was lucky. I stay away from radio people. Because think about it. That that computer, his wife will never see. Sure. And so I just know there was all these chats up all the time, and I I imagine that he's. 
getting getting pretty excitable because it was just like constantly. And then he would always ask me weird questions, and I'd be like, "All right, I'm good." He'd so. ask you questions about what? I remember one time he asked me, "Hey." My cousin told me she uses this to masturbate. Have you ever done that? And I was like, I gotta go. I just remember being like, I gotta go. So, because I I could just tell like that was his thing, was like talking to, you know, whatever. I don't know if that's considered cheating or not. I would consider it cheating, but he would talk to these girls all the time and he would ask these like questions. And I'm like, "Uh, I'm not engaging in this. So I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna go. So, do I know the guy? Yeah, you know everybody. Everybody involved in that story? There was also a guy, well, I can't say this one. I'm not going to say that because there's not enough people to, to be vague. There was somebody in our business who would, like, you know how we had, like, a round studio who would watch. We did? Yeah, stuff while we were on air. What was the round studio? Like, we had that, like, octagon studio. Oh, octagon, yeah. Yeah. It's not really round, but, you know. Sorry. <laughs> Rotunda-esque. Yeah, Rotunda-esque. You talking about that the Studio B? Yeah. Yeah, that one. So he used to watch it while you were in there? Yeah, and he didn't know. We, like, I, don't, I think he'd like forget because I was the intern sitting behind him. Look, I mean, if you want to watch pornography and whack off, that's your business. I'm not saying that you're a pain in the ass whatever. I just, why don't you have a sex life? Well, I just, That'll work, won't Hey, it? I don't even care if you watch porn, but like our shifts in radio are not that long. Right. Yeah, like, right. wait till you get home. I agree. Like, that to me is just crazy. It's like, we're not working 10-hour days here, people. <laughs> like, Do some people not want human contact even with their own spouse? Depends that, on the spouse. I, I, I suppose it depends on you or the spouse or a number of other things, I guess. Is porn interchangeable with sex? And if it is, no. is that when it is a problem? Like, if you're always choosing porn over sex. But, like... Otherwise, I think wouldn't most people, it'd be like a supplemental side thing. Sure. I guess. I don't know. I've never understood. Is this, you know, it's not for me. But I knew that a long time ago. And it's not some, you know, religious thing or anything. like. It's just, I just, I like having sex. That's a good thing. Yeah. You know? That works. I'll respond know. to that like you do when you tell people you don't <laughs> smoke weed. Like, I'm not a weed guy. You just haven't found your thing yet. You just got to find oh, your yeah. strand. Yeah, well, you just got to yeah. find the thing that you're into. And you're a like, no, it doesn't matter. Thing. I'm not yeah. into anything. I'm fine with it. I like a guy and a girl, and they just they, they, they do it missionary style, and then everybody just goes their separate ways. Good day, sir. Yes, they shake That's hands. <laughs> do whatever you need to do. I, and again, I, if you watch porn and whack off, I'm not criticizing you. It's just not something I'd care to do. Yeah, I don't you know? care. Just like well, the three hours we're on air, maybe don't do it then. Yeah, can you yeah. just keep it done the other 21 hours? You got 21 other hours to do. You got seven times the time you have here. Yeah, it just blows my mind. Like, that's where I go, are you that busy? Yeah, <laughs> like, I guess. I get sometimes, like, if I have to during a commercial break, like, I'll make a call or jump online and grab something. But, like, yeah, uh, I'm not too busy to do my porn elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I mean, if you're not involving other people in it or kids or anything, you got you go ahead and do whatever. You, I'm not. I don't think you guys are criticizing them either. It's just not no, my care. deal, right? Yeah. Paul Rubin's best known for playing Pee Wee Herman. This is why this came up because he was arrested for doing it in a theater one time. Paul Rubin's uh, Pee Wee Herman has died at 70 years old. Rubin's uh, rep confirmed his death in a statement to People on Monday revealing that the actor had cancer for years before he died. Last night we said farewell to Paul Rubens, an iconic American actor, comedian, writer, and producer whose beloved character, Pee Wee Herman, delighted generations of children and adults with his positivity, whimsy. And again, we talked about this just a couple minutes ago, the importance of kindness, hit that hard. Paul uh, bravely and privately fought cancer for years with his trademark tenacity and wit. A gifted and prolific talent, he will forever live in the comedy pantheon and in our hearts is a treasured friend and a man of remarkable character and generosity of spirit. All the best of all. I really did love Pee Wee Herman. My yeah. God. That came along just when my kids were that age, the mm-hmm. perfect age for it. His show was, was hilarious. <clears throat> yeah. and, it was. Yep. And fun. It was like the first of its kind. It kind of like, man, if he would have been around with YouTube, that would have slayed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Be- Millions. Because it was interactive in a weird way. You know, like later that all shows kind of took on. Mm-hmm. He was the first, like I guess, 
piece of entertainment that my daughter and I both agreed on. Yeah. Because she was young. Yep. She was like four or five when we watched Pee-wee's Big Adventure for the first time. Uh, and then it just unraveled from there. It was, we watched all the Pee-wee's Playhouse episodes. Then we started watching all the other movies. And then we started watching like some of the shorts that he did. And then he just did Pee-wee's... Big holiday adventure, I think it was, with that Joe Mangelaria or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with uh, Mm -hmm. Sofia Vergara's ex husband. Mm -hmm. And really funny movie. I think it came out on Netflix, but. Yeah, what a talent and a sweet, sweet man. In fact, Dana Gould, comedian Dana Gould, just posted a couple of pictures and a story about how uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse was live on the road in 2010. Really? Yeah, and Dana brought his daughters, at the time who were only like six or seven, to the show. And then after the show, they went backstage to say hi. So Paul asked the puppeteer who played Cherry. Remember the the TV show? Sure, Cherry. Cherry, and it was a chair that talked. Yeah, yeah. He asked the puppeteer, hey, would you stay in the chair while I bring these girls back? Aww. And then brought the girls back, and Cherry talked to them. And then they got to sit, and Cherry gave him a great big hug. <gasps> and Paul set all that up because he wanted to like make this moment special for him. How great is that? That's so Wonderful. sweet. Do you guys remember in Pee-wee's uh, Big Adventure, that rich kid that was in the... Like, yeah, Francis. Yes. Ah. And he had... They, I think they called it his tub, but it was like a big pool. Mm-hmm. He was like taking his bath in. That's, that scene is so vivid to me. Yeah. And uh, then the dinosaurs that they went and found. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, all that whole movie is just beautiful. Yeah, dinosaurs still there. You can still sit in them. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, there you go. That's My favorite was the theme song. Anybody who writes a theme song, theme song goes, wah, 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 wah. That's the whole song. <laughs> Uh, whoa, whoa, uh, uh, uh. That's some hard work writing that theme song. Love it. Can you guys guess who sang this song? Oh my god, like I can't think of her name. The next door neighbor on some show. Nope. No? It's not Fran Drescher. Nope. I do not know. She was equally as unique as Paul Rubens was. Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. Oh, Bogus that's Cindy. so mm-hmm. Cindy Lauper. What's she up to now? She's still doing like asthma commercials. Or I whatever think she's doing like psoriasis commercials. Psoriasis. Yeah. That's what it was. She's done a little bit of acting, but uh, when she did this TV show, when she did the theme for it, she didn't want to. I think like her people had asked, like, "Hey, by the way, you're doing this wrestling stuff right now, and you're kind of then time after time was getting big." Probably don't want to associate yourself with like children's TV shows. Yeah, like zany. Yeah, so she asked the producers of uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse to credit her as Ellen Shaw. Oh. oh. Weird piece of trivia. Didn't that know is, that. That is really interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's not like super well known. When you even ask them, like, I can see a face, but I would not have guessed Cindy Lauper. It's mm-hmm. not the person I was thinking. Yeah. I thought it was that old woman who kind of talked like that. I, I did too. There That's was who like, I thought it was. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I can't remember what show that was on. I don't even know how to Google that, but yes, absolutely. And it's not Edith Bunker. People suggested no. Edith Bunker, but it's not Edith Bunker. It's somebody you, else. Are you talking about George Costanza's mom from Seinfeld? Maybe. Uh, that older lady? Maybe. Yeah, George! Yeah, yeah she kind of has that George. voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's got that deal going. But uh, Pee Wee Herman uh, loved it. The kids loved watching it, the whole thing. And the, so many stars came through on that one. What, Cowboy Curtis? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Mm. I'm just, like, so happy thinking about and that bike he had was mm-hmm. so beautiful. And I'd never had a new bike ever. And I was like, that's the best bike I've ever seen in my life. Now that he's dead, can I walk down the street and go, <laughs> Yeah, you can take that now. It's I can just steal it from you. You can just go I ahead. I didn't do it anywhere near as well as he did, <laughs> but, you know. I can't, I can't do it. You're doing that's, it pretty well. That's the greatest. Rudy, I love that give it show. a go. Uh, I used to do one a while ago, but it's been a while. <laughs> it's hard to do Okay, that. that's not bad. That's not bad. You guys actually are doing well. Yeah. Not easy. That's all I'm saying. So, honest to God, Paul Rubens, God bless you. Uh, it's just, again, great memories of, of my children being little children and watching that show. Mm-hmm. So, tip of the cap, Palomino, that's all I got to say to you. Um, we should probably take a break here. Be yeah. right back in a couple of minutes. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Eating and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable, because they do. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. And let me say that again, because it's true. They always put the customer first. 
I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced N-A-T-E certified technicians, not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need when they need it and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank, give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year, and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please, Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bradshaw and Bryant. I'm here talking with my friends Michael Bilski and Brad Huckle of North American Banking Company. Guys, it seems like banking has changed quite a bit since you first opened your doors in 1998. Yes and no. In 98, we didn't have online and mobile banking like we do today. Many banking processes have also changed. One thing that hasn't changed is we still provide a true community bank experience right here in the Twin Cities. Our team takes the time to get to know our customers and their goals. This creates a relationship that is unique in banking today and one our customers appreciate. It's why we like to say we provide a better banking experience. You're absolutely right, Brad. I've been a customer for a long time. The service your team provides is phenomenal. Thanks, Tommy. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. Hi, this is Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone, 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. To say thank you, each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll out the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. As the grand prizes, we'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you. And that's not all. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right. 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. So mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary. Power Lodge, where your adventure begins. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, and Kristen Burt is with us. You killed Pee Wee Herman. Oh, my heart is so broken. I was listening to your segment before, and uh, I I was, I watched 
Pee Wee Herman religiously every Saturday oh, morning. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we had a thing um, because in the summer I lived up in Maine and my cousins lived across the street. And then my best friend's grandparents lived at the house next door to my cousins. So all of us would like ride our bike to one house and we would all go and watch it on Saturday morning together. And it was just so much fun. And it's such a memory. And my cousin right now is up in Alaska. He's fishing this summer. And um, I was like, and he's not really, you know, into the whole pop culture. And I was like, oh, my gosh, end of an era. We lost Pee Wee. And I was like, to all of our fun Maine summers, because we were allowed to watch one hour of television on Saturdays. And it was always Pee Wee Herman. That's so, what a great memory. It is. It's yeah. a wonderful deal. And yeah, he was incredibly, I mean, if you see any of the stories people are telling, he never forgot a birthday. He was like the funniest Aww. guy, like always texting people memes and things like that. And, um, but very private, really never wanted to, um, you know, be out there on every red carpet. And that's why he kept his battle very private. It was brain cancer too, that he battled oh, for years. God. <clears throat> that's gotta be just horrendous. 70 years old too. That's pretty young to be dying these days. I think so. And he always looked young, honestly. Yeah, he did. I don't think he aged at all. Uh, I mean, maybe a little gray around the temples or something, but he always had a very youthful, maybe it was his energy too that, you know, and that spirit. You know, one thing I loved about him, and, and Reed brought this up already, but well, then all the way with inventing names like Cherry, Dory, Fanny, <laughs> he just added an E to everything. That's what it became. Yeah. And a Y. And also... Um, Phil Hartman was a, a part of that and wrote oh, yeah. Louis' right. big adventure. And I think, you know, a lot of people brought it up yesterday. He played Captain Carl. Um, but you just realize the magic the two of them created mm -hmm. together. Yeah. And neither, you know, both of them are no longer here with us. So did his wife shoot sad. him? Yeah. She did. In fact, so, yeah. guess what? The house is two minute walk from me. It's, really? It's in my neighborhood. Yes. Why don't you go over there and um, do and the show? I'm sorry, what? Why don't you go over there and do the show? We can look around while you're in there. <laughs> I can do a filming. You know, um, the house is actually, it's so interesting because the house, the, the new owners, and I think that they've been there since um, the house went up for sale after the, the Hartman, Phil Hartman left us. Um, but it's like whimsical. They have all these like woodland creatures in the yard and they kind of like built a lot of like trees and they have like a wild flower garden and it's like i think they tried to change like the karma of the place yeah um it, it, and they have this big wooden bear out in front it's like a big carved wooden bear and like during covid like he wore a mask um like during the when russia first invaded ukraine he was holding a ukraine flag <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I always go over yeah. there because there's always something very timely huh. happening. Yeah, with the I love bear. that. There's something charming about the house because I really do feel like they tried to change the energy after, you know, something so horrific because it was a murder-suicide. Right. Oh, that's right. It was murder-suicide, wasn't it? And she was from yeah. Minnesota, wasn't she? She was. I thought so, yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't remember her name, but I remember she was from, from northern Minnesota. Or uh, Bryn. Her name was Bryn. Bryn? Bryn Hartman. Yeah, Indeed. and she went like right up the street. We have a Buca de Beppo. Buca de Beppo. You guys have Buca de Beppo? Yeah, we yeah. started here. Yeah. She, she went out to dinner with a friend. And then at some point, like during the dinner, which is like the most wholesome family place, like did lines of Coke and then was out okay. drinking with her friend and came back to the house, got into a fight with Phil Hartman and shot him. So she must have been like out of her mind. Yeah, I don't have any proof of this, but. After living in 43 houses by the time I turned 21, most of them in North Minneapolis, I had to have lived in a house where somebody was murdered. I, would, I mean, especially in North Minneapolis. You guys ever live in a house where someone was murdered? I don't know. I, lived in, I, know of. I lived in some really, really old houses in mm -hmm. Stillwater. I love so Stillwater. I feel like somebody must have at least, at least just died. Oh, yeah, definitely died. Yeah. Those old houses. I mean, I lived in New York City, so those apartments are ancient, <laughs> like pre-war buildings. So yeah, that's I'm true. I'm sure something happened in, in some of those. I've never experienced that. You know, they always have this ghosty thing. I've never, I lived in 43 different houses by the time I was 21, never saw a ghost once. What the hell? What did I do? I lived in a haunted hotel room for a month. Did you? What? What was it like? Yeah. 
It, it was actually really creepy. So I was at the, um, I'm trying to remember the name of the hotel, but it's in Dallas, the Magnolia Hotel oh, in Dallas. Sure. And it's an older hotel. Mm-hmm. And I think it used to be apartments. And before that, it was office buildings. Um, and they're all suites. So they have like a small kitchenette, small living room, and then like a big bedroom. And I was there working the Texas State Fair doing a show for a month. And I would go to bed every single night. And when I would wake up in the morning in my kitchen, like all the cabinets were open and the lights were on to the point. I started taking photos and video before I went to bed thinking, am I crazy? Am I not remember? Yeah. Crazy. And I, I'm, I'm not on any medication because I know some people take Ambien and wake up and they've done stuff in the night. I don't take, I've never taken Ambien. So, and I'm not a sleepwalker or anything else like that. It doesn't, it never happened except for in this room, but I would go, someone flipped the lights on and I made sure there was a connecting door, but it was one of my coworkers. It was locked. There was no way for someone to get in. I was like, what is going on? That is so spooky. I've, I've, I'm with you, Tom. I've never had like a very spooky, any spooky moment happen to me. Does that mean we're both a pain in the ass? I think we're just, yeah, we don't put out the vibe. Ghosts want to be around. And even ghosts don't want to hang out. Even ghosts don't want to be around us. Yeah, I think that. I had a haunted boyfriend too. What? Do you want to hear that? What? What does that even he mean? He had a ghost. He had a ghost. So he, we lived together. This is the guy that dumped me before my birthday. Yeah, well, <laughs> right? Yeah, you didn't see that coming, huh? No, but he used to have like night paralysis. I'm um, listen. Oh. I am like dishing all of his dirt. I love night it. paralysis and night terrors. Oh god! But also, when he lived there. We would have like open drawers all the time and like open cabinets, like things that were like insane that you were like, why are there 16 open cabinets? And because I'd had a haunted hotel room, I'm like, I do believe a little bit in this. And our dining room table, which I still have, it is mine. Every night you would hear like a, like a crack, a creaking of like the wood. And this is a relatively newish table at the time. So it's not like it's an old table and they're settling, but it was like someone was like sitting on it. Did you live with him or did he just- I lived with him. And when he moved out, cause it's my place. When he moved out, all of the drawers opening, the cabinets, that like weird sinking of the wood in the middle of the night all stopped. Did you ever ask him if it happens when he's in another place? I, I, after he dumped me right before my birthday, I never spoke to him again, other than like seeing him from afar at like award shows and like doing a wave. That was it. I never spoke to him again. But like prior to you guys moving in, did you ask him, did any of these things ever happen in? No. And I don't necessarily think he thought he was haunted. Do you well, know what I mean? For and sure then I was haunted. like, I feel like all the, you start adding it up. I'm like, this is why you have like night tremors and sleep paralysis and. Can we call him crazy? Can we reference him as Haunted Steve? Just like that'll be his name. Steve, yes. Perfect. (laughs) But yeah, so I do believe in some sort of like, whatever, it's ghosts, it's energy, it's something. But he was a haunted person. Like he had a ghost that lived with him. Do you believe in ghosts, Tom? No. No. I've never even seen anything that might even come close to being a ghost. Maybe they're avoiding me, though. That might be the deal. They just don't want to be around me. I bet Rudy does. My bet is Rudy for sure. Oh, he's on the phone. I bet he does believe in ghosts. That's my bet. I had a ghost encounter down in Missouri. Still don't believe in him. Really? No, I don't. I don't. I don't buy into any. I don't buy into that any of that mumbo jumbo garbage about ghosts and about like crystals and you know your astrological sign. You know, uh, mm-hmm. listen. There's just sometimes I can't help it. I'm just an addictive person. It's the Virgo in me. No, you're just an idiot. I don't like any of that stuff. Uh, the encounter I had, there was green lights. There was cupboards opening and shutting, and there was a pile of two-by-fours down in the basement that got pushed over one day. And then I went, as I went downstairs to go check it out, I heard the cupboard doors upstairs slam and then went upstairs. And I had just moved into this place. And while I was, and while I was, uh, I, I, had, I had some neighbors next to me that I, I had never met before. And then after, I don't know, must have been about three weeks of all of this going on, I walked outside. I finally met my elderly neighbor, and he goes, "Hey, did uh, you know? Did Kathy tell you about the about the gal who used to live here?" So now I never mentioned it. He goes, "Huh? She used to come running out the door all the time, screaming, there's ghosts in this apartment.' Blah." I was like, "Yeah, wow. She sounds like a nut job. I don't know what to tell you, man." But I don't know. It happened, and I still, to this day, I don't, I don't, I don't buy into it. That well, is, something was going on. <laughs> that is such, like. Yeah, like, that's such a guy thing to be like, that's not a big deal. I'm just going to live my life. Rent's cheap, so I plan to live there. Like, I would be so out. 
Like, bye. I mean, what about aliens? Like, everyone, the government's saying, like, the aliens exist. Yeah. That's, well, yeah, the other so, cultures do exist around the the uh, the universe, I'm sure. I don't think there's any question about that. We don't probably want to know them right now, though. Why do you say that? Because they're far advanced, much farther advanced than we are, and they probably couldn't handle our bullshit that's going on. That Everybody hates everybody. They'd probably get sick of that right away. Yeah, I could see that. You know, everybody's kind of a prick now. Have you noticed that? Well, we have to be really careful. If there are aliens, I've really thought about this a lot. And yeah. by a lot, I mean at least, you know, on a... a three-mile run, so maybe not as much as I probably should put in the thought of it. But we got to make sure who's forward-facing. Who's going to be our, hey, nice to meet you? Like, because I'm not trying to send... What do you mean? Like, I'm sorry, but all of our um, all of our leadership are, like, old and kind of awkward. Like, we got to send some Gen Zs there and be like, hi. Like, we, I don't know who's going to say hi to the aliens, but it definitely, I don't feel like it's our leadership right now. Who does everyone like? Great like question. A Gen Zer Zendaya. 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 Yeah. We could send Zendaya. Everyone likes Zendaya. Although, listen, she just lost her co-star yesterday, too. Angus I, Cloud. I know. Isn't that so sad? It was a you know, I feel like celebrity deaths really do come in threes because it's like Tony Bennett, Paul Rubens, and then you've got Angus Cloud. But the Angus Cloud one, he was only 25. That was tremendously sad. What happened with him? Uh, they believe um, from his mother's 911 call, she said possible overdose. He, oh, his father passed away last week mm. and they said he was struggling to yeah. deal with it um, and his mental health was not good. And... <laughs> He there are a lot of photos now that are out uh, out on the internet that he was partying in his last few days alive. So it possibly I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, hey, it was a fentanyl overdose because that's, that's really what's happening. And it's sad because Euphoria, the, the show he is on, deals a lot with that generation and drugs and and what they're going through. And you just hate seeing like a storyline come to life. Yeah, if that's the case. That's a sad one. It is. Uh, the guy, and he, his big thing too, Tom, is he would always have these interviews where people would be like, oh, I heard you're just like your character. And he would sit there and defend that. Like, I'm not like my character. We're actually really different. I bring a lot of different things to my character. And then to him to die possibly of a drug overdose, you go, oh, like it feels very yeah, it's in line. Yeah, it really is. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.